This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yelton, we have a podcast. Diving, diving deep. deep. Diving deep into all things Texas. Both on and off the field. Here's Sean Pendergast. And Pro Football Hall of Famer, the General. Sean McClain. Welcome, welcome to Utopia. Are you ready to do a little preview of this Cleveland uh, wildcard game, John, with the Texans on Saturday? A little six-pack? Absolutely. All right, let's do it. John and I preview every Texans game, and this is obviously the biggest one. It's a play game, an actual playoff game at NRG Stadium, 3.30 on Saturday, the Texans Invitational Spot, we call that, 3.30 on Saturday afternoon during Wild Card Weekend. Um, the Texans facing off against the Cleveland Browns, who they just faced off against three weeks ago and got destroyed 36-22 to in a game that wasn't even that close. Uh, it wasn't as close as it was on the scoreboard. Now, of course, that was Case Keenum. And Davis Mills, this will be C.J. Stroud under center for the Texans, so it should be a whole different complexion for this game than the one a few weeks ago. That said, the Browns are a three-point favorite as of this podcast in this game. I think they were a three-and-a-half-point favorite when they faced the Texans with Davis Mills and, and Case Keenum at quarterback a few weeks ago. So the overall opinion really hasn't changed much from going into that game three weeks ago versus this game now as far as the odds makers are concerned. We do a six-pack, storylines, coaches, players, position groups, whatever, that are going to impact the outcome of this game, and then we'll give our predictions. John, you go first. I'm going to start with the secondary in general, Derek Stingley Jr. in particular. Uh, Joe Flacco burned him big time, 365, I think it's 60-something, 84. I'm not sure. It was so many yards. It's the most he's thrown for. And uh, Mari Cooper caught 11 for 265, two touchdowns. They have got to improve the big plays. Flacco had six completions of more than of 20 or more yards, starting with that early 52-yarder to uh, uh, Cooper on the first play. I think wow. that they will play better. I'm not sure about pressure on Flacco. They couldn't get pressure on him before. And Garon Christian was one of their offensive tackles. It was amazing. And he had too much time to throw. And then when they did get some pressure, he showed his mobility, which is not much, but he can still move. And uh, so uh, I think Stingley, whose rating against him was over 100. And for the year, he's been fantastic, somewhere in the 50s. He gave up one touchdown and he had one interception. But he needs to have a big game and lead that secondary uh, to have a much better game than they had on Christmas Eve. Yep. 
agree with that one, John, for sure. Uh, secondary's got to tighten things up. If Jalen Petrie doesn't feel motivated and bring his A game on Saturday, I don't know what to do because that was that was Petrie's lowest moment as a pro in that game. He got benched in that game on uh, in in week sixteen. So I'm with you on that. Um, I, my first one is going to be the non-Nico Collins wide receivers. We got news yesterday. Robert Woods was back at practice. That was great news. We'll see about Noah Brown today. I don't feel great about that. He's missed a few games. And I know the injury report lists uh, back or something. I, it, Noah Brown's got multiple injuries going right now. He's banged up. If they got him back, that would be a godsend right now that you could actually trot three veteran wide receivers out there when you're in three wide receiver formations and not go to that drastic drop-off where either Hutchinson or Mechie basically two rookies. Mechie's basically a rookie um, that one of them would need to be on the field. Um, and I think Nico Collins, he ain't going for nine catches, 195 against this team. Uh, this is, these are big boy cornerbacks. Um, the Browns got Grant Delpit back yesterday. There's safety out of LSU who had been on injured reserve. So he's going to be back. So there's their secondary got another piece. Um, Nico had four catches for 18 yards. The last time these two teams played a lot of that was probably who was delivering the football to him. But point being, the Colt did nothing to take away Nico Collins. I think Jim Schwartz will figure out a way to try to take away Nico Collins, and thus C.J. Stroud is going to have to get other guys involved. So the non-Nico wide receivers, to me, are a big key. They're going to need somebody to step up with five or six or seven catches outside of just Nico Collins. That's a great one, and I'm going to stay on defense because okay. I'm guessing Jonathan Grenard's out again. Just hurts yeah. their pass rush big time. Will Anderson Jr. is not going to be 100% before next season. The only thing you can do for high ankle sprain is a little rest and, re and rehab. And so Derek Barnett, who in the last four games among edge rushers, according to Pro Football Focus, Derek Barnett has a rating of 90.7. That is second in the NFL behind Miles Garrett at 93.1. In those games, he's got 16 pressures. So Derek Barnett has been a godsend since he was signed after Philadelphia released him. And he's one of the many players playing for money. New contract somewhere, if not for here. And uh, so I think the pass rush, I feel good about their interior pass rush. They got to get something from the edge because Anderson is so limited. And I think that Derek Barnett needs to keep playing like he's playing. Yeah, he's been, I mean, that's been a great pickup for, for Nick Casario and Miko Ryans. Derek Barnett off the waiver wire is a huge, huge W for this team. As long as we're talking interior, John, I'll flip it the other way for my next one. And what I'll call the law offices of Scruggs, Dieter, and Mason. Uh, they they need to they need to bring their game on uh, Saturday against the Browns. Um, when the Texans have broken down uh, in terms of protection, oftentimes this season, especially as the season's gone on, it's been in the interior. That's when CJ is Williams coming up the interior. Um, when that Titans game looked like it was the first Titans game in Tennessee, looked like it was kind of circling the drain a little bit late in the game and in overtime. Why? Because Domenico Autry blew up the game coming up in the interior. Um, DeForest Buckner made some plays last week. Now that's, that's excusable. They actually did a pretty good job against the Colts last week. That's what they need to do. Uh, it's not just Miles Garrett. That whole front for Cleveland is pretty talented. And I always feel like, you know, the quarter quarterbacks always say, you know, the guys coming off the edge, especially the ones that are in your view coming off, let's say, the right side for, for C.J. Stroud, you can handle those. I mean, on the blind side, you've got Laramie Tunsil. He'll be okay over there. 
it's the pressure of the middle that doesn't allow you to step into your throws that really cause problems. So to me, the interior, the three guys, left guard, center, right guard for the Texans on the interior are one to watch for me. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And keep in mind, defensive coordinator Jim Schwartz, who's in his first year with the Browns, he wants another shot at being a head coach. To do that, you've got to win. And if you make a big splash when you're getting after the quarterback, it causes people to notice. So I think they're going to do everything they can to get after Stroud. And as Bobby Slug said this week, they've got to get rid of the ball fast, and I think they will. Now, my next one is Bobby Slowick. Bobby Slowick and C.J. Stroud. Bobby has had three teams request interviews, maybe more, but can you imagine how many are going to reach out to him if they upset the Browns? They're already mm-hmm. talking about in Baltimore, Flacco coming home to play in the divisional round. They're talking in Cleveland about Flacco going home for the divisional round. And and uh, if they were to pull off an upset of the Browns in this game and then go to Baltimore, that would only strengthen Bobby Slowick's credentials and might get him to uh, get another million or two a year uh, offer. Uh, from one of those teams. So I think Bobby Slowick and getting Stroud to get rid of the ball fast is going to be paramount. Yep. I, uh, it's a big game for slow. Every game's a big game for Slowick at this point, because they're all on big stages. I thought the, I thought the, uh, the, the Colts game on Saturday night when CJ wound up getting offensive player of the week this week, because of that performance, I thought Bobby called a masterful game. Uh, now it also helps to have CJ Stroud throwing off his back foot to Nico Collins on second and 14. And, and zipping his lasers to guys as he's getting drilled by defensive linemen. Um, but I thought Bobby called a good game. My last one, John, isn't a person or a coach or anything like that. They just need to get off to a faster start. It, too often this year, they've give, they've gotten off slow starts. And I'm not just saying against Cleveland in Week 16. There's been, there was a stretch of several games, ironically games that they were winning by and large, where they were giving up touchdowns on the first drive to the opposing team. Pretty frequently. I remember Cincinnati they did. Kyler Murray hit a big touchdown three plays into the game. There was a stretch where they were falling behind by double digits in games. And amazingly, they were coming back and winning a lot of them. Cleveland was not one of them. And that Cleveland game, they they allowed the opening kickoff to go back to about the 40-yard line. And then the very first play from scrimmage was that one you mentioned, the the deep shot to Amari Cooper. So, you, you know, they basically get 90 yards on the first two plays, 40 in the return game and then 50 in the passing game. And I, like, honestly, I felt like, okay, well, this just is their day. Like this, this is how it's going to be. Um, they can't afford to get off to a slow start uh, against this team. I think there's going to be a lot of Cleveland people at the game too, uh, is my guess. So energy stadium is a home game and so on and so forth. Um, but I think Cleveland, like the sense I get Cleveland is traveling for this game, just from talking to people. Um, so they need to, it sounds weird. They need to make sure and take the opposing crowd out of the game. At this game, and not allow Cleveland fans to kind of take over uh, NRG Stadium. That's just where we're at right now, John. You and I have talked about this: the the complete replenishing of fans at NRG Stadium on a week-to-week basis is going to be a one-year delay kind of thing. I feel really good that the crowds are going to be 
rocking next year and that opposing fans may not be able to take over the stadium as rowdy. Yeah, well, I can't imagine why they wouldn't be rocking in this game because they can't sell those sellers take it before the season when the schedule comes out. And so it'll be pathetic yeah. if they sell their tickets to Browns fans, but they can't help it. And I think I think this about this game, it wouldn't surprise me. And I'm guessing you feel the same way. I'm not going to mm-hmm. pick the Texans, but I th- wouldn't be surprised at all if Stroud did not lead them to an upset and those interceptions that Flacco throws finally come back to bite him in the butt. Yeah. And uh, so uh, the Browns should win. Flacco's been a tremendous quarterback. But what we've seen Stroud do is just incredible. And uh, he may have another one or two incredible games in him. Uh, well, John, prediction time. So uh, no may uh, no may have about it. Does he have a game like that in him? What's your prediction for this game? I'm going with uh, the Browns to win this game 24 to 20. Okay. I've got the Browns as well. I've got the Browns 23 to 17 uh, in this game. So I, I think the Browns are going to win as well. And, John, as you know, the good news is I am always wrong lately in the Houston Texans. I think I've been wrong on my picks. For literally like the last six weeks. So Texan fans getting ready to listen to this for listening to this podcast, get ready to hit me on social media to be angry with me. Just know that I have anointed the Texans onto the, the, the uh, divisional round. I think this too will be the big question. 